Gordano. Gordano? Uh, yeah, Gordano. <laughs> Gordano. <laughs> Welcome along, <laughs> listeners, to the podcast. Oh, podcast coming into your ears on the Sorry Not In Service <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry. In service. Sorry, not in service. Sorry, not in service. So, listeners, welcome along to Sorry, Not in Service live on 10 Radio. William, 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 why? William, William. Shatner? Yeah, well, well, rather, but more specifically, Lee in this circumstance. Uh, William, why is. Um, why is, not, why is Sorry Not in Service like Star Trek? I'll tell you, William, oh. seeing as you're interested. It's because... Oh, because it what? features the very first kiss, but... No. No, no. <laughs> no, it's because they're both great shows, very popular, and set in space. So, welcome <laughs> to uh, Sorry Not in Service on the aforementioned uh, radio station. Which one? Ten Radio. Hello! <laughs> That's right, <laughs> listeners. Etc. and so on there. Yes, continuing unrelentingly into the distance. There it goes. That's right. Now, William, at this uh, juncture in a show uh, yes. of this stature, yes. we would normally have... There would be, be, there would be something, something. Um, there'd be something that would come along like, like okay. a... Um, formatting point of the show! Put a keyboard in his mouth too. Actually, to, uh, just really hurt my front teeth. Oh, sorry. I didn't really think your mouth was quite <laughs> open. So, I'd... anyway, um, so I thought I'd shove a keyboard in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. Well, uh, to look, Will, to, to make You're quite a... a forward boy at times, aren't you? <laughs> Certainly so. Uh, to mouth was quite open. <laughs> to, to make amends, I'll toss this pen off, and uh, we'll see who goes first. So. Landed in the corner, so I'm Boom. going first. Boom. Um, so my anecdote, William, of what's happened in this last fortnight. This yes. is the formatting point. Um, I uh, went to uh, Northampton. Northampton. Yes, sir. I was. Uh, I went to a, uh, a farming conference uh, with um, a, a, as a delegate. There was 250 of us, mostly young farmers. Right. Um, now I was there helping out my Polish chum, Marcin. Okay. Who had been put forward to do a pres- give a presentation on the difficulties of moving to England from Poland and starting a new career in farming. He's progressed very well. He's done a very good job. Okay. So he was invited, well, nominated by our manager to, um, to do a pre- given presentation. Right. Okay. <clears throat> a presentation that I ended up writing. Okay. Um, Did, whoa. <laughs> and um, now um, we, were, we, were, we arrived at eight o'clock and uh, we discovered then that we were, well, marching was on at um, half past three. So we were sat there on the front row listening to a lot of people talking, most of them very interesting, but a lot of it going away over our heads because these were experts in their particular fields. Right, for seven hours. <laughs> for, for seven hours, yeah. It was quite a gruelling afternoon. Mm. Um, at lunchtime... And I, morning. I sort of... Um, I said to, to Martin, um, are you, you going to be all right with this? 
and he looked at me in the eye and he said, he said no. Um, oh. So I, <laughs> I did the decent thing and said, um, so do you, right. want, do, you want me, do you want me to do it? And he said, yes. <laughs> so hang on, Simon. Yeah. Now, I appreciate that you have recently come back from Krakow. Yeah. I don't think you can entirely set yourself up as somebody who has arrived from <laughs> Poland and tried to set themselves up as a farmer. Um, <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Unaccustomed as I am to public speaking, I'd like to tell you about my journey from Białystok in the northeast of Poland to Hazelbury Plucknett, Somerset. <laughs> Uh, and my integration into the English culture. Um, um, no, I with um, cricket anyone? <laughs> I um, uh, yes, I wrote the presentation, but it was just sort of you know brief outlines about his career, and the idea was that he was going to talk around each sort of topic in each slide. And um, so all of a sudden, I'm in this position where it's five minutes to go before we go back into lunch, an hour before marching is due on stage. Right. And now I'm giving a presentation in front of 250 young farmers oh, and industry dear. experts who have been talking at quite a right, okay. high level. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's it, it, just to paint a picture with, with words, because um, yeah. it would be inappropriate to start painting on the walls, uh, not only for the... Um, the uh, the ten radio organisation, but also for you, the listeners, it would be it wouldn't just be, it it would work. work. Yeah. Um, the, 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 there was a, a a platform with a plinth where you would uh, stand upon and like a lecturing. Oh, a lecture. Lecture, and that's the one. Yeah. I'm looking okay. For. And then there would be um, very very sharply spiked uh, stairs, rows of steps. Oh wow! Right. So okay. it was a real proper auditorium. Very very scary looking yeah that's quite alarming that's a little bit no he has spoken poorly <laughs> release the lions yeah yeah big 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 light flashing down on my face right okay. um, flashing uh, into your face <laughs> shining into my face <laughs> um, strobe lights metallica <laughs> playing it was strange it was awkward orange jumpsuits um, anyway so I, I got through it it was it i, I made a couple of fluffs and um, yeah. we were the only people whose presentation lasted um, 10 minutes shorter than um, was advertised. I, Nobody had any questions, okay. uh, which was great, obviously, because uh, that would have filled out the time. Um, anyway, long story short, we got through it. I was a sweaty mess by the end of it, and we shuffled out very, very quickly afterwards. Uh, the day after, I got an email from the guy organising it. Oh, very right. nice man. Okay. Um, and a very, very kind man, given what he said in his email, Simon. Thank you very much indeed for coming to the conference and for giving such an inspirational presentation. Ooh. I can confirm, listeners, it was not. I, well, it depends on what you're inspiring people towards. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Leaving farming immediately. And this, is, this is the line I like from Alan. I think many of the audience were stunned into silence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Given Marchand's story. So, um, <laughs> right. Right, well, beat that anecdote. <laughs> I love this anecdote now. <laughs> this is a great anecdote. No matter what. Oh, that's because I'm pressing the wrong button. Here we go. Remix. <laughs> rock music there on 10 Radio. Delightful rock music, of course, inspired originally by the Neolithic Age and the formation of Status Quo. <laughs> That's right, Peely. Uh, now, um, uh, William, I've told a wonderful anecdote about what's happened in my past fortnight. William, I wonder, I wonder, William, what have you been up to? Anything? What, what's what's, been, what's been happening to you? Well, let's find out whether or not it's time for me to tell my anecdote by throwing my pen across the room. Yep, it's William's turn. What? <laughs> 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 Development in the selection process. <laughs> it's, it's a good system, listeners. <laughs> 
Well, um, I'll be honest, it's been, it's been pretty quiet. Okay. It's largely been pretty quiet. I mean, Monday, it must be said that uh, Rafiki held me up above the uh, Pride Rock and all the animals kind of reared up and then they all bowed to me like when the sun oh, hit me. bloody hell. So that was going on. No, what the... And, okay. um, yeah, I mean, that was that was probably the main thing Monday-wise. Tuesday, I was playing quite a lot with Nala and you know how when you're playing with Nala and it's all getting a little She's bit, a bit rough. rough and tumble, yeah. She's a little bit rough and tumble. So anyway, I thought, well, I'm going to up the ante and I took her down the old elephant's graveyard. Now, I don't know if you know about the elephant's graveyard, but one, it's largely made of roller coasters that look like elephant bones. And secondly, uh, hyenas all over the place. I'm not entirely certain what they eat. All the elephants are long since, um, kind of, you know, there's no meat left in there. There's a little bit of marrow left in the bone and so on. Um, you, 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 these hyenas, one of them doesn't have the voice of Whoopi Goldberg, does it? One of them does have the voice of Whoopi I Goldberg. I know her. Do you know, I know, you know Whoopi Goldberg? Well, no, I know the hyena with the voice of Whoopi Goldberg. You know Goldberg. the hyena I, with the voice of Whoopi Goldberg. I know her. Really? How bizarre. Anyway, anyway sorry, so, okay, so, yeah, carry on with your anecdote. Anywho, we got chased through uh, the elephant graveyard but for a while. Anyway, it turned out that what happened was, um, you know the bird with the voice of Mr. Bean? Right? Yeah. Well, he managed to go and fetch my dad, Mufasa, and my mum's Judy Dench, and um, just went and, like, you know, Mufasa came along and just sorted stuff out. Kind of, I mean, he's a bit rough. Sure. But when your kids are in trouble, you know, when your well, kids are in trouble, sort of... there's, there, I think there's no limit to the amount of violence you can <laughs> unleash upon your foes, especially when one of them's got the voice of Whoopi Goldberg. Sure. And one of them is, you know, clearly not all there. Uh, so, uh, God, I mean, suppose that was Tuesday, wasn't it? Um, Wednesday, it was going okay until my evil uncle Scar, whose birth is on the uh, 25th of December. Well, uh, he was, um, he kind of, I mean, in many respects, he murdered my father Mufasa <laughs> using about 3,000 wildebeest in really? a very action-packed scene. Really? Um, yeah, I survived by holding onto a branch for a while before well, you I would was do. Captain. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you do. Wildebeest, hold onto a branch. That'll keep you safe. You that's see right. a person holding a branch who's been slaughtered by wildebeest. Yeah? Yeah, well, well never. I, w I wish I thought about telling Dad that, frankly, but, you know, <laughs> you know, I had so much on my mind at the time, to be honest. If anything, my mind was on Nala. Well, so, it would um, be. It was, a little bit. So anyway, evil uncle Scar, he very much kind of suggested it was my fault because maybe I shouldn't have been hanging around in the gorge. And uh, so uh, I kind of ran away. was like Hakuna Matata or something. But anyway, uh, they rambled on about this for a while. They actually did a song with some quite good production. I think they must have done it before. I can't have been the first person who stumbled across right. them. Um, um, but uh, yeah, we kind of did a little dance around the jungle for a bit. So I was walking across this log yeah. and I'll tell you the weird thing. I aged by about... 20, 25 years walking oh, across a log. I do not. I thought that was something different. You've got that mane, haven't you now? I've got that mane now yeah. and, um, you know... No. Um, Pants hair. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't age at all, though, which suggests to me that I got something a little bit wrong across there, and I can't risk walking back across it because, you know, the next thing you know, I'll be in my 50s. And oh, you don't want that. Nala wouldn't way like too, that. No, precisely. Way too late to deal with the whole... Um, actually, you know what? The funny thing is, hmm. I'll tell you what, Nala rocked up a little bit later. She was trying to kill Pumba. I was all like, what are you doing? And I'm... Women. And so... Um, uh, right, so it, uh, she aged as well, right. which was quite strange. She got a little bit uppity with me, and I'm like, I'm like, I killed my dad because I, you know, thought I did. Well, because because Uncle Scar, because even Uncle Scar, pinned, yeah, he was you, absolutely yeah. convinced that it was me. I, I started to think he was lying. Truth be told, I don't like to speak ill of a family member. 
Right. But, I mean, everyone calls him Evil Uncle Scar. <laughs> well, and he's no. got that scar. No, I'm no. thinking, you know, but pff, no, whatever. No. Whatever. Um, innocent until proven guilty. As, uh, you know, as, as uh, earlier on today will uh, illustrate guilty. Um, but uh, I'll carry on with the anecdote. So, essentially, what happened is Nala managed to persuade me to go back into the Pride Lands and... <sighs> You know what it's like when you get back to where you grew up and it's all different from how it's you remember it? It's never the it. same, isn't it? And, and the herds have moved on. That's the thing <laughs> yeah. that really got me. Yeah. I got there and just went, the herds have moved on. And, you know, there's literally millions of Nazi hyenas all over the place. I'm not entirely certain how the Whoopi Goldberg and the stupid and the cool one have managed to stay in control. Right. But, um, yeah, there are literally tons of Nazi uh, hyenas and... Um, and the rivers had run completely dry once again oh, for reasons dear, oh, quite beyond my end. I know, it was very sad because I used to play around in those rivers. Sure you did. Yeah, with Nala. Yeah. I mean, like, literally at the start of this week when we were both children. Well, young Nala. With young Nala. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before log before, walking. Before log walking, I got old. And well, it was, um, was, um, did, um, oh, God, what were they? Sorry, you mentioned them earlier, these new friends that you met on oh, Wednesday. Oh, Moon and Pumba. Yeah, yeah, did they, did they <laughs> come with you? Uh, yeah, yeah, they they came along with me. There was a there was a slight kind of awkwardness where Timon's all like, "I don't really like this place," and I'm all like, "I grew up here." Oh, uh, so, you know, we've all been there, listeners. Oh, God, it was awkward. It was yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely awkward. Oh dear, <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Um, so uh, yeah, I suppose ultimately I was just um, just trying to pass the time, really, uh, looking for a way to kill Eve off the scars. For reasons quite beyond my ken, he decided in the end he was just going to straight up say to me, I killed Mufasa. And I, to, to be honest, I got a little bit irked about that. Well, he would do. I mean, it's... I don't get why... Uncle, Uncle Scar. Oh, you know, evil old Uncle Scar. I couldn't quite believe it at the time. Right. Looking back, it makes a lot of sense, because in many respects, I had nothing at all to do with, you know... Well, of course, you know, I mean, you I, mean, were, I, guess, I guess actually, now you, now, you, now you put it like that, all you were doing was hanging <clears> onto <throat> a branch. I was, I was mainly hanging off a, an anti-wildebeest branch yeah, at the sure. time. Uh, so, I mean, that was annoying. It's taking a bit I of a sad twist, isn't it? Uh, it was a little bit sad. You were right. Yeah, fine, I'm over it now. Yeah, okay, fine. This is like at three this afternoon. Right, okay. So it's fine. Um, uh, so anyway, I, I decked him in a bit, um, knocked him off a thing, several million Nazi hyenas killed him, and... Uh, Oh, the river's going again now. Is it? And the herds have come back. Oh, that, no, just it's full circle, wasn't it? Because you, you were saying earlier, of course, that it had dried up and it wasn't like your childhood. But yeah, now... precisely. It just kind of filled in uh, just not long after I kind of, like, punched in uh, Uncle oh, Scar's evil, face. Old, old evil Uncle e Scar. Uh, evil Uncle Scar's face, yeah. Sure, sure. It was I would... a bit... I mean, it's been an odd week. Well, not, that... not busy. I mean, that's the circle of life, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, so... Um, that's yeah, the then... nature of it. And that's that. Wow! Yeah, that's, that's, that's you know, and in between, uh, well, that was probably about four o'clock this afternoon. And in between then and coming on air tonight, I've just been knocking up Nala. Have you really? <laughs> Have you really? I did wonder. You were, you looked yeah. ex exceptionally sweaty when I picked you up, so that would explain it. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well uh, the remarkable anecdote, William. I mean, I mean, really, it's been uh, all right, you know. I mean, I do. I mean, do you rather think that's? Uh, I mean. Mine was good in its own way. Sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you had a good anecdote, Simon. Yeah, it, sure. It definitely, it had excellent narrative thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say that your anecdote sounded to me very much um, like a just kind of a rehash of uh, The Tempest. Well, I guess you could look at it that way, but I mean, I, I mean, I didn't choose it. I mean, it just happened to me, same as yours. It just so happens you've had a more interesting week. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I think what you decided to do is take the narrative structure of a Shakespeare and uh, a Shakespeare. And... <laughs> 
and and you know and just tell uh, your life. Right, a bit lazy, perhaps. I, you know, it's fair. It's fair enough, Simon. But I, I think in future you ought to be more honest with the listeners. Fine. Oh, okay, yeah. William. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Well, that's feature one over, listeners. We're thirty-two minutes in. Let's see how long feature two lasts. The lights just gone out. Oh, that's that's a that's a damn shame. Now, William. Um, uh, <laughs> well, that's a damn, damn shame. Now, William. Um, I, I don't know if you remember, but a fortnight ago, we were joined here in the studio by the lovely Tom and Jules uh, to celebrate. They? Oh, they were the guys that were sat there. Well, Jules was sat there, and if you looked at her T-shirt, you would have identified that Tom was over there. I remember. Yeah, that's right. Now, um, we, were, we were celebrating a year of uh, the wonderful feature. What what's Tom up to? And that was a great feature. Uh, yeah, exactly, and, and was is, is is the word because Tom, well, unfortunately, blurted out how much he uh, disliked the "What's Tom Up To" feature, which was a bit ungrateful, uh, considering the amount of exposure that I've given the boy well, over the years. So, um, so yeah, so unfortunately, so so we we took that opportunity to think, well, okay, well, let's have a revamp, shall we? Let's think of something new and fresh and exciting. So, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, rather excitingly, uh, well, William, would you like to introduce what the uh, the new and exciting feature to replace "What's Tom Up To" is? Yeah, there we go. Woo! We have. Coming yep. up, listeners, and for the next 10 years, he's been signed into an exclusivity contract. I signed it for him. Bless the lad. What is Dom up to now? What is Dom up to now? Hey, hello, mate. Hello, Dom. Hello. Uh, how's it going? Uh, well, well enough, well enough. Um, uh, Dom? Yeah? What, what are you up to? Right now? Yeah. Um, I'm currently testing out my new PC and about to make some dinner and watch an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's three very, things. Not, yes. Um, yeah, in consecutive order. Why? What, what, what's, on, what's on your mind? What is Tom up to now? Wow. Oh, my goodness me. Now, Simon. What now? I'll have you know, that is a mark of my lad's efficiency. My girlfriend, Dom. Yeah. Three things. Sure. And all of them scintillating. (laughs) Three things and all of them scintillating. And, I mean, that would have taken, what, six weeks? Six weeks for Tom to do. <laughs> Don't know why I care about that. Six weeks. Well, my goodness me. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad we dropped Tom when we did. To be honest with you, Dom I'm... sounds like a great upgrade. Oh, well, listeners, so you can look forward to how many years? Ten years. I reckon about ten years. Uh, so we do um, what twenty five, twenty six a year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, about yeah, two thousand. No, hold on. Two, that's about 260. You only look after eight cows, don't you? <laughs> Mr. Manager, we've got 5,000 cows. Uh, we, uh, we can look forward to 260 episodes Dude. of What's, What's Dom, Dom Up, up to, to Now? now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. La, 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 la. Why? Why are you doing? Who are you? Oh, for goodness' sake! What's going on? The dead will rise up in Chipstable on Thursday and begin a campaign of terror upon the locals. This will culminate in a running pitch battle in the early hours of Friday morning. The dead will win after extra time. 
An outbreak of withered shins has struck in Ash Brittle, prompting complete shutdown of all transport in and out of the parish. After a tense and arguably overlong meeting between the transport committee of the ten parishes, this shutdown has been extended to include the use of feet, birds, teams of insects, winds, telekinesis and the imagination. A charity drive to aid the beleaguered Ashbridlonianists has been cancelled for fear of people wondering what they're going through. Paperweights in the shape of each individual resident in Wiverliscombe are being produced and are due to be delivered to the villagers next week. The paperweights will be used to bring life to the dreary mantelpieces of the town and also to act as dispute resolution devices as and when they're required. The craniums of each paperweight will have finger recesses, making them the perfect self-defence slash murder weapon. Happy paperweighting everybody! And manifestations of evil are set to be the hot topic this week, as the ghost of Brompton Ralph has begun his bicentennial haunting. Ralph, who in life was known as Bokter Ompton Ralph, has not stalked the ten parishes since 1815, when he was responsible for the utter corruption of Pokter Eston Bowyer. Bokter Ompton is likely to repeat his terrible actions until dismissed by Saint Orly. <laughs> Simon, do you know anything else that's going on? <laughs> um, I think that was in Hamlet. <laughs> Private parts are to become outlawed in Milverton next week thanks to new and exciting legislation passed by the Parish Council. Villagers will have two choices from Monday, either have their rude zones removed at the pop-up surgery in the High Street, or simply make their privates less private. Many residents are favouring the latter plan, with some already erecting 20-foot-high banners of their equipment on the outside of their houses. There will be no more shrinking violets in Milverton come next weekend, said a man once. And on a similar note, arms are to be decriminalised again. <laughs> <laughs> following the correction to a council decision that restricted arm ownership to those with the appropriate license. Arms, which are distinguished from... <laughs> arms, which are distinguished from guns by their biological nature, were illegal for much of October and were forcibly removed from their owners if a license, which doesn't exist, was not produced. There has not yet been any decision on whether replacement gun limbs will be removed from those who have been caught breaking the law during October. <laughs> Listeners, what a, what a coincidental, <laughs> what a coincidental set of events that are going on in the next yes. fortnight. And if you don't, uh, <laughs> if you don't attend each and every one of them, then uh, well, <laughs> well, then, well, well, uh, well, well, there's quite a lot that's going to be removed slash added. <laughs> that's, that's right. So uh, think on. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> What a surprise. I'm quite right too. Now, William, I understand that an interesting event happened to you outside. <laughs> so close to swearing. <laughs> no, it's not an interesting event, just, it's slightly odd, but just stepped out during the, uh, the double dub songs there to take the free air. A lot of smog outside tonight. And, um, yeah, I was just stood out in a, a, a dimly lit street. Yeah, sure. Out here in the beautiful uh, town of Weverliscombe. And um, just heard from one direction the sound of, I think, a woman's voice. But it was just kind of going... Like the uh, priests from the early 90s game Age of Empires. I think she might have been calling a dog or a cat, possibly, or in fear. Who knows? <laughs> And that was going on in Wanda. I was just staring over there and thinking, that's odd. I don't feel 
entirely safe here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, this, this is curious, but it's okay. I've only got a couple of minutes, then I'm going to be wandering back in. That, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And then, in, from the opposite direction, I just heard the sound of a, a bell tolling. <laughs> Check my watch. It's a little bit early. <laughs> Some kind of alarming situation happened within these ten parishes. Dong, <laughs> dong. And then from near the sound of this bell came the sound of angry man's voices. Dong, <laughs> dong. And then, because you know, <laughs> because you know, in February I'm going to turn thirty. Yeah. I am, I am almost entirely legally an adult. Yeah. Um, I looked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. I looked up the dimly lit street mm. and just caught the shadow of somebody from one of the street lights just approaching, and thought, well, there's only one sensible way to react to this, and oh, so I just run back across the school car park. <laughs> Going, ah, 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 I'm going to name the dog. I'm going to name the dog. Come on. Away to me. What a strange town we're broadcasting in. Yes. What a strange town where alarmed will never leave. This is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the uh, following piece of music I, I read in the paper earlier, Will. Oh yeah. Because uh, I read the read the read the print journalism, of course. You're prone to it. Of course I am. Uh, that um, the the following bizarrely enough, the following piece of music. Yeah. Has actually been um. Go on. What's the word for it? A carrot. Just continue uh, with the story. Mooted. If mooted. You will. Mooted. mooted. Oh. As a potential replacement to the theme tune of the now ended children's TV program Balamori. Good lord. Yeah. So uh, well, what an extraordinary decision, isn't it? Massive storm will obliterate Rutland on Sunday. All weather in Staffordshire is due to run out by Wednesday, so make the most of it while you can. And clouds will be very much in love over the Scottish Highlands this week, leading to snow. Wellington boots are the order of the day next Friday in parts of Scotland, as 40,000 of the blighters will be flying horizontally at face height. 
and Monday will see rain slow down until it stops, like in the Matrix. The densities and properties of rain and sunshine will swap on Sunday in Bradford, making for a very wet day, albeit with brief shards of hot light falling on your heads. And cued wind is going to be dispersed by Odin on Wednesday, permitting new wind to start afresh. A front of unidentified weather is due to hit the west coast on Monday. All that is known is that it is turquoise. And Cardiff is going to see a 90% decrease in weather over the next financial 12 month. Thursday in Reading is due to be blown off course by high winds and landing between Tuesday and Monday. So, in conclusion, pack all your coats. That's right, listeners, and uh, you're listening to Sorry Not In Service on today, Friday the 13th of November 2015. Yeah, What a day indeed, sir. Yes. Oh, oh, here's one, William. Here's one yes. for you. Old, uh, well, old, uh, well, isn't it old? old? Is, is, isn't it old Friday? Isn't it old Friday the 13th? Is it, isn't it old? Oh, I, yeah. I tell you what, here's a fun thing to say, Will. What? Bound to uh, bring, a, bring a smile to people's faces. Oh, lucky for some, isn't it? Oh, well, lucky for some, oh, isn't it, Friday it? the 13th, isn't it? Indeed, sir. Yes. William, no. has, has anything, anything untoward happened to you today on the Friday the 13th? Has anything at all untoward happened to me today? It's interesting, isn't it? Because this is science, and you're very keen on science, aren't I you? I am very keen. Man alive, I, I could seriously go some science right now. <laughs> I can see that from here. Yeah, precisely. Well, I mean, I'd be surprised if you couldn't see this from across the room. <laughs> Frankly, I could really go some science. <laughs> you know me. Hypothesis, method, data collection. So, um... Conclusion. <laughs> uh, yeah. I d- okay, so... Have, uh, you, have you had anybody come up to you today and say, oh, mm, Friday the 13th, were you, were you in work today? I was in work today. Any uh, customers? Uh, yes, I've had some customers come up to me. I would say they've been a higher proportion than normal have come up to me and said, is there somebody around here who works on the clothing department? But that might have just been a look in my eyes, a kind of far away, craving science look in my eyes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, rather than uh, my normal beardy, I'm on clothing look. I don't think that's necessarily unlucky, is it? No. That's just my so. life. Yeah. Well, oh, that's one of the bleakest sentences I've ever said. <laughs> Is it unlucky to have a moment of self-reflection on it? <laughs> Has anything unlucky happened to you, Simon? You've been in work as well, dealing with cows. Uh, what's uh, anything unlucky? Uh, all, the, all the cows set on fire, but mm. more of a management decision than an unlucky event. Yeah, um, delicious, delicious <laughs> management decision. <laughs> it was it certainly one of the was. most delicious management decisions made in quite some time. Simon, fetch the horseradish. <laughs> Just uh, wheel it in on an enormous cart. An enormous horseradish. Burn them. <laughs> well, that was my day at work. But again, like I said, it wasn't really luck. It was just sort of a, a decision that was taken. We were yeah. relatively peckish. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, no. I mean, I've heard four people, uh, phone calls, colleagues saying to me, oh, Friday the 13th. And because I'm a nice guy, you know, just sort of go, <laughs> yeah, it is too. Uh, but I, I was just wondering whether you had, because I'd imagine you'd been no, the a only, bit more acerbic. Prior to this coming up, the only thing that's really happened is I've gone uh, to basically idiots, 13th of November. <laughs> <laughs> that's been it. And, uh, no, received basically nothing, because none of them have the sense to look that extra step and go, he's, he's making a wry point. <laughs> they just walk off and... They, they, they go... go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, call that's... back to a more fun link there. <laughs> <laughs> back with the classic. So, should we make a decision about whether or not this link ought to end now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, the link's ending. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From Saint Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac, but one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries, you will spend Thursday defying the deceased oddball Michael Jackson in repeated accusations at the moonlight for all your tribulations. Taurus. Monday will bring great fortune, enormous fortune. Your house will be destroyed by a gigantic John Fortune, drunk on the success of an experiment that defies natural order. Gemini. Your winning lottery number will spare you the ravages of an invading army. In your haste to escape the burning remnants of all you know, you will trip on your shoelaces and chip a tooth. Cancer. Scotland will prove to be your undoing on Saturday, as the remnants of your armada will be dashed against the jagged shores of the coast. You will have failed to learn from the errors of previous King Philips of Spain. Leo. Rather than looking to others for the answers, look deep inside yourself. Book a colonoscopy for the middle of the pub quiz. Virgo. You will need all your strength for the trials of Thursday as a run of inexplicable fortune on an underground fight ring will result in you battling an actual boulder. You may be saddled with the low ground, but an enormous pair of scissors should do the trick. Libra. A bottle of water will explode in your face on Monday, completely ruining your favorite silk tie. The bullet that hit the bottle will be the cause of your favorite ear's ruin. Scorpio. A risky investment will pay off well on Sunday. But the banks will be closed, and you will have to travel to Nigeria in person in order to acquire the capital return. Sagittarius. Your first ever attempt at flight without mechanical aid will not go as well as you hoped, but will go notably better than physics would imply to be plausible. Silly old physics, you will shout, as you saw like the kestrel you are not. Capricorn. You will accidentally fall backwards in time and find that unless you make sure that the pop group Aha form 
your wife will never be born. This is an acceptable loss to the music industry. Aquarius. Tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of your life. Wednesday week will be the penultimate day. Thursday week will be spent nervously in full knowledge of this alarming fact. Pisces. Your wrists look a bit weird. Your whole arm, in fact. Thinking about it, none of you looks right. What could possibly be the matter? Why not try asking a medical professional? Because they will all lie. Self-diagnose your malady online. Don't risk going out. You will spread the disease. Never leave your house. Netflix? Podcast edit point. Simon! What now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Simon, yeah. um, I noticed a fun thing. When I was tidying up just now, I, I noticed a, a fun little thing, and it got my uh, it got my radio brain sparking. That's <laughs> why you're doing that strange little dance in the fun chair. Fun little dance. Talking, Trick for the online viewers there. Talking like a... Uh, Check my science. And, um, Simon. Yes, right. sir. We're familiar with the nature of the name of this, uh, the, the union in which we live. Not our, not our illegal um, marriage. Yeah, not our, our unholy, unholy union. union. No, not that one. Uh, the union of... Um, oh, uh, the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom. Yeah. Otherwise known as uh, Brightain, or to give it its full name. Yes. Great Brightain. Of course, yes. Which is, a, it, it, is what it's called. Yeah, yeah, fine. But it must be said... Um, Frequently, mainly from idiots on Facebook, mm -hmm. um, you know, fascists, yeah. um, they have a tendency to just kind of take the word Great Britain and go, well, that means it's great, doesn't it? It means it's brilliant. Whereas, you know, it's called Great Britain because it was bigger than, it's bigger than Brittany. It's bigger than Brittany. It's bigger than part of France. Yeah. It's not really <laughs> enough. Well, I just discovered something. Um, and I think I might have found an excellent way of working around this issue without upsetting people. Oh, so, 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 so to resolve the issue of... It being called Great Britain, which is, you know, corruptible by imbeciles. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, um, it just read on the thing, we aim to use British flour. Oh, this, this is on, on the... Just on the, the side of the back of sandwiches. Um, yeah. But due to the unpredictable nature of the good old British weather, this may not always <laughs> be possible. Simon. Well, now. Um, I, and um, I hope you will join me in this. Oh, and I hope the, uh, the listeners to 10 Radio will join me in this. Well, depends what I you think, say. Mm, well, I think we ought to start a campaign to uh, rename Britain. To... Good old Britain. <laughs> slightly more parochial. Yeah, it's slightly more parochial. It says, oh, it's all right, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, good, it's, it's good, it's bad, it's bad. It's a bit... Yeah, and it's been around for a while, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, it's been around for a lot longer than most of the Eastern Bloc in its independence states. Well, it's certainly got that over them. Yeah, yeah. precisely. So, I mean... Good old Britain. Good old Britain. Good old Britain. I I I like the idea. I do like the idea of renaming it because I do get frustrated with. Well, that's what makes Britain great. Well, isn't that just what makes Britain great? And that's why it's better than Johnny Foreigner because we used to be owned by part of France. Yes. What? <laughs> How about fusty old Britbox? <laughs> Two negatives, Simon. Fusty old Britbox. I mean, fusty old Britbox sounds really good. Yeah. And let's face it, if you come out with essentially. Anything at um, the Euro 
pop uh, uh, competition. What's it called? Song Eurovision Song Contest. Euro, the Euro, the Euro pop contribution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If anything comes out of fusty old Britbox with that kind, <laughs> and the points for fusty old Britbox, <laughs> twelve <laughs> points every time, sir. Just come out with anything with glitter on. They're going to go. Well, fusty old Britbox have done very well. <laughs> I do like the more you say it. I'm keen on fusty old Britbox. <laughs> What's wrong with good old Brits? <laughs> it ain't no fusty old Britbox. Fusty old Britbox. Well, there you go. Listen, why do you why do you vote? Why don't you vote? And yeah, fusty old Britbox plays good old Britain slash I don't think you've actually got this kind of authority. Email in for the next two weeks. We'll top it all up at the end. that all be a lesson to you mm, mm. indeed I tell you what William lessons are fun aren't they and uh, I've, got, I've got a lesson for you all <laughs> always are. I love math uh, listeners, uh, listeners to the previous show would have uh, identified that we were talking about our very exciting Sorry Not In Service Christmas album that it was, was scintillating wasn't that it was, that was recorded here in this studio um, it's called And Very Sorry Not In Service Christmas 27 songs, 13 minutes. Um, it's quite remarkable, and um, it's on sale to you lovely people. Now, um, all the money is going to Mind, the wonderful mental health charity. Yep. Uh, £5 for a CD, £3 for an MP3 download. Um, it was up on Bandcamp until yeah. last night. People could buy it through Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, until I realised that um, if you pay for it on Bandcamp... Bandcamp take a percentage of that money paid. Oh, do they? They do. So I didn't know. I, I, yeah, no, I, didn't know. I bought myself a three pound download just to make sure everything was working. Because funnily enough, we'd had no sales, um, and um, then the, the the money came into our PayPal account, and it was um, three pounds turned into two pounds twelve. Oh, hello. so actually every every That's copy quite the every, time. every copy of the album that would have been sold would have ended up costing us. Nearly a pound. So right, uh, okay, that's I've, probably I've, not worth it. Uh, no, I've actually closed the um, the, the band campsite. So now, uh, if you want to, um, if you want to, of course you want to. Uh, when you um, come around to placing your order for uh, for the album, uh, you need to go to justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service, uh, and you make your donation five pounds uh, for the CD, three pounds for the MP3 download. And when you make your donation, there's a little space for a message. Uh, just pop your name and your email address, and we'll get in contact with you about. Uh, getting hold of the merchandise. Lovely um, stuff. Would you, would you say uh, it's the best album ever written? I'm not sure if I could go so far as to say it's the best album ever written. I've literally not listened to all of them, but I can say I have listened to nearly all of them. Sure. And, ah, uh, yes. It's up there. I would say it's definitely up there. I would say it's probably the best album ever created but I'm not certain it's the best album ever written. <laughs> That's right. It's got all sorts on it, listeners. It's got, uh, well, soon they will become fully-fledged Christmas carols. You'll all be singing them. It's yep. got notes. Well, things that are approximating notes. It's somewhere in the vicinity of... Somewhere in the vicinity of notes there. Yeah, uh, it's got words. Uh, oh, yep, somewhere in the vicinity of words. And it's got incredible visual imagery. So, it um, really does, actually. It's got some of the greatest visual imagery I've ever heard in any album ever. That's right. Are you selling this enough? Yeah, I would say not enough. I would oh. say there's no way of selling this album enough. And all proceeds go to mind. Pay mind. Don't pay no mind. Exactly. Uh, and if uh, if you want any more details of Took Record, go to sorrynotinservice.com and go to the merchandise section. Or phone us. Or phone us, really. Or just, or just, yeah, yeah. I did say we had no sales. I had one sale. I've had one sale. Oh, 
Really? One person's bought a CD, and yeah. oh, we've got to uh, give a, a big up to Mr. Philip Wilson, oh. uh, who uh, who bought a CD from me in the car park here after the presenters' meeting on Tuesday. Which is the main way that you can actually get a CD, <laughs> is right. by just talking to Simon. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. I've got them all. Uh, so, um, yeah, there's uh, there's four more printed up, because uh, I've got big hopes for this. <laughs> so, But if, if we sell more than four, then... Um, I guess we could... Then we'd we just print up some more. Make some more, probably. Yeah. So I don't think there's going to be any licensing issues. <laughs> so I shouldn't have probably thought Probably not, no. <laughs> not like with a music Who would license it? <laughs> so, um, um, uh, only, only a very cruel person because all the money goes to charity you're literally stealing from charity by not supporting this Christmas album justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service there's yeah. the advert nice more adverts should end that way <laughs> should do that there's the advert it should also end with the Everly Brothers <laughs> every day we're not lonesome because look there's a couple of mother flipping varmints outside out through farming the, their melons like there's no tomorrow <laughs> through the looking glass here people yeah a couple of varmints ready to entertain you for the next <laughs> stop banging out there <laughs> can't help it Matt. man alive they are pumped and ready to broadcast <laughs> Matt varmint <laughs> Matt, are you on from Just 10 till 12? You on from 10 till 12, yeah? We're on from 10 till 12 if people are good. If okay. If good, we're on from 10 till 1. <laughs> well, listen, there's right. a threat strat slash promise for you. The it varmint's really 10 till 12, or, or depending or, or on Or 10 till 1 if you are evil. So <laughs> the good people of Preston Bowie are there. There aren't any, but if there were, watch out. <laughs> so, listeners, that's something that you've learned. But I wonder, William! Sorry, what the heck have we learnt this evening? Um, should we find out? If you want. Yeah. William has had one hell of a fortnight. And Simon has taken his stay in Poland to the heart and is now delivering seminars on the subject. Sorry Not On Service have got arms and private parts covered in the ten parishes. And the good people of Wiverliscombe have a 9pm curfew for their curiously named dogs. I'm very happy to be sat here, all warm and snug in the fusty old brick box. And justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service. Justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service. Justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service. That's the advert. Greatest album of all time. Lovely. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. Well, that was it. That was it. Yeah. And this is it. Yes. Yes. And it soon won't be it anymore, at which point you go off and do something else. That is it. Unless you're, you're just still doing the thing at the moment that you were doing before. Yeah, oh God. This, this, this whole, is part it, of the ongoing programme, Simon. <laughs> this is complicated. It's not. You're stupid. I tell you what isn't complicated, William. What? Is uh, going to justgiving.com forward slash sorry not in service and buying yourself a little Christmas record. Oh, that's entirely true. And what a straightforward way to buy a Christmas record it certainly is. <laughs> that's right, not cumbersome in any way. No, no, not cumbersome. So, uh, listeners, uh, go away, do that. Right, just go and do that and sing yourself with that. <laughs>